Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Seven words that'll scare any politician. Roy Green is holding on line one. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network continues. Great to have you with us on the Roy Green Show on uh, this October in Saturday, or Saturday in October, or October in Saturday, whatever works. I don't know. Every time I talk to Richard Curlin, I get I lose the ability to connect my brain to my mouth. <laughs> Why is that, dear sir? It's the special coffee during the break. Oh, is that what it is? Maybe. Is, is that the stuff that's just slightly ahead of its time legally? Oh, indeed. Welcome to Vancouver. Welcome to Vancouver, he says. Richard Curland, immigration lawyer, one of the best in the country, has advised both the federal and uh, Quebec governments on immigration matters and is very kind with his time to us. He joins us on, uh, on the program now. And the issue, I find this fascinating. Uh, you sent me an email that I thought I should actually forward to Bill Morneau. But I didn't because it's not my email, it's yours. <laughs> but Mr. Morno keeps talking about tax fairness, and what he's been able to do is annoy doctors and farmers and entrepreneurs and large business owners. He's been just, he's annoyed just about everybody with this pursuit of tax fairness, which many people seem to think is more a case of trying to cover up for massive um, deficits and massive borrowing that isn't going to do this country a bit of good. But I find what you've suggested here to be quite remarkable. Taxation based on citizenship, not residence. Please, sir, explain. Well, social justice and tax fairness should ring a bell somewhere. We now have literally over 2.5 million Canadian citizens living outside Canada. They pay no tax. They file no tax return. So this is low-hanging fruit. Why are we going after the farmers, the small business people, the professionals, when we can literally change our Income Tax Act to require non-resident Canadians to file their tax returns uh, to pay their fair share? And uh, this will, at the same time, address a rather unusual situation in terms of fairness. We have in Canada some of our wealthiest families who arrange their affairs legitimately so that they do not appear to be resident in Canada for tax purposes, even though they're living here four or five months a year. And that's how, legally, our wealthiest families in the country properly avoid Canadian taxation. We do not have, like 
the United States, most Western European countries, the simple rule, if you are a citizen in our country, file a tax return. Maybe you won't have to pay anything because of double taxation treaties, because you don't earn enough overseas to trigger a tax-paying obligation, but file your global earnings, your global property holdings, so we know what you're doing overseas. And I'll tell you something. If you crunch the numbers, requiring over 2.5 million Canadian citizens who are living overseas, uh, you're going to make a lot more money for our Canadian Treasury than running down the street chasing farmers, small business, and professionals. Not only that, I think if you keep on chasing the farmers, the small business operators, the professionals, you keep chasing them, you'll chase them right out of the country, and then you'll lose that tax base, as you just pointed out, unless the rules change. Well, that's it. I mean, it's, it's something's wrong. I, why, no one has clearly explained why Canada chooses to continue to tax based on residents. It's absurd. Uh, it's an anachronism. Uh, we're probably one of the last countries on the planet doing that. And frankly, it's unfair. People who want their Canadian citizenship are entitled to participate. Even if you're not living in Canada, you're benefiting from that Canadian passport, mm-hmm. visa-free travel around the world, mm-hmm. emergency evacuation whenever you need it. Plus, all the brand name attached to Canada is your sanctuary umbrella while you're living scot-free of taxes or filing income tax returns uh, outside Canada. And likely what we're going to see is this. In June 2015, the Harper government brought in a new rule. You can't get Canadian citizenship uh, by naturalization unless at the same time you file copies of four Canadian income tax returns you filed. Under the new government, it's down to three Canadian income tax returns, or you can't access Canadian citizenship. So if we're doing that with new Canadian citizens to access our citizenship, we have to do it across the board. And I, when we, when, what happened when that new rule came in, guess what? People tossed their, didn't apply for citizenship because yeah. they didn't want to file tax returns. And if people don't want to file tax returns, no new passport, relinquish voluntarily your Canadian citizenship, uh, or file. That should be the choice. I, don't, I really don't think it's appropriate public policy to let 2.5 million Canadian citizens go scot-free and chase down our farmers, small business people, and, and professionals. So if, I were to choose, so, so Richard, if I were to choose, under the current reality, to move somewhere else there, where we don't have a, a, a tax agreement of any kind with Canada, or does that even matter? doesn't really matter. Okay, so if I, were to, if I were to move, if I were to take my slightly more money than Donald Trump has, mm. I was waiting for the one-liner. If I were to take... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to have to split uh, your interest on that. But, I, I, but, I knew the word <laughs> split would show up somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we do have... But if I were to move, so, so if I were to move somewhere else, 
and I were to be there for seven months a year, mm. and I were to come back to Canada for five months a year, there are mechanisms in place where I could actually avoid paying Canadian income tax, live in that other place for seven months, take advantage of their lower tax rate, not lose any of my Canadian rights, privileges, and, and, and opportunities. Yeah, am I correct? Well, yeah, yeah, every case is different. Each case requires uh, some legal advice and professional help from the accountants. But yeah. uh, you, you could face a Medicare issue. Uh-huh. But the big picture, which you supplement with private insurance, but the big picture is exactly that. There are Canadians living in completely tax-free jurisdictions, like uh, in the Middle East, uh, and uh, will use their Canadian status at whim. Same thing for uh, People's Republic of China, mm-hmm. which has significant impact here in Vancouver because you have Canadian citizens who flash their passport at the time of selling Vancouver property and claim to be resident, but no one checks. <laughs> and the money and the body are, are way far in Beijing uh, when that's not how things are supposed to unfold. Okay, my friend, in 30 seconds, what has to happen now? A uh, debate. Why is Canada taxing on... You still there? Hello, Richard. Richard is gone. Why is Richard gone? I'm still here. Okay, go ahead. Well, you see, CRA, you you start talking, the lines start clicking. Yeah. uh, Basically, in 10 seconds, uh, the wealthiest families in this country... Uh, are affected by this taxation by residence deal. Mm-hmm. We have to flip it to citizenship, and I want to see what our wealthiest families are going to do as a social consequence. So don't go after the, the, the easy, we can't fight back crowd, yeah, yeah. farmers. Hit it, the non-resident Canadian citizens, two and a half million of them, and thank me later. Well, Mr. Curlin, you may have just come up with a solution. I hope so, and it's courtesy to you, and I really appreciate all that you've done. Uh, you really have, over the years, had a significant, dramatic impact on public policy formulation. I've said it publicly. Really? Yes, sir. Well, Mr. Curlin, I was about to say we should split something, but I'll take that back. <laughs> <laughs> it's always great talking to you, Richard. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> take care. Richard Curlin, good friend and uh, great lawyer. That's just a very interesting plan. Very interesting plan. When we come back, we're going to find out how the mayorality race, the mayoralty race in Calgary is shaping up. We spoke with um, Kiro Maggi, the president of Main Street Research, last weekend, and things were not looking good for Nahid Nenshi. How are they today? You're about to find out.